Section twenty two of the book of Sir Marco Polo, the Venetian, concerning the kingdoms and marvels of the East, volume one. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. The book of Sir Marco Polo, the Venetian concerning the kingdoms and marvels of the east volume one by rusticello da pisa translated by henry yule book first chapter sixteen concerning the great city of yazdi yazdi also is properly in persia it is a good and noble city and has a great amount of trade they weave their quantities of a certain silk tissue known as yazdi which merchants carry into many quarters to dispose of the people are worshippers of Mohammed. when you leave this city to travel further you ride for seven days over great plains finding harbour to receive you at three places only there are many fine woods producing dates upon the way such as one can easily ride through and in them there is great sport to be had in hunting and hawking there being partridges and quails and abundance of other game so that the merchants who pass that way have plenty of diversion there are also wild asses handsome creatures at the end of those seven marches over the plain you come to a fine kingdom which is called kerman book first chapter seventeen concerning the kingdom of kerman Kerman is a kingdom which is also properly in Persia, and formerly it had a hereditary prince. Since the Tartars conquered the country, the rule is no longer hereditary, but the Tartar sends to administer whatever lord he pleases. In the kingdom are produced the stones called turquoises, in great abundance. They are found in the mountains where they are extracted from the rocks. There are also plenty of veins of steel and ondonique. The people are very skilful in making harness of war. Their saddles, bridles, spurs, swords, bows, quivers, and arms of every kind are very well made indeed, according to the fashion of those parts. The ladies of the country and their daughters also produce exquisite needlework in the embroidery of silk stuffs in different colours, with figures of beasts and birds, trees and flowers, and a variety of other patterns they work hangings for the use of noblemen so deftly that they are marvels to see as well as cushions pillows quilts and all sorts of things in the mountains of kerman are found the best falcons in the world they are inferior in size to the peregrine red on the breast under the neck and between the thighs their flight so swift that no bird can escape them on quitting the city you ride on for seven days always finding towns villages and handsome dwelling-houses so that it is very pleasant travelling and there is excellent sport also to be had by the way of hunting and hawking when you have ridden those seven days over a plain country you come to a great mountain and when you have got to the top of the pass you find a great descent which occupies some two days to go down all along you find a variety and abundance of fruits and in former days there were plenty of inhabited places on the road 
but now there are none and you meet with only a few people looking after their cattle at pasture from the city of kerman to this descent the cold in winter is so great that you can scarcely abide it even with a great quantity of clothing book first chapter eighteen of the city of kamadi and its ruins also touching the corona robbers after you have ridden downhill those two days you find yourself in a vast plain and at the beginning thereof there is a city called kamadi which formerly was a great and noble place but now is of little consequence for the tartars in their incursions have several times ravaged it the plain whereof i speak is a very hot region and the province that we now enter is called riobales the fruits of the country are dates pistachios and apples of paradise with others of the like not found in our cold climate there are vast numbers of turtle doves attracted by the abundance of fruits but the saracens never take them for they hold them in abomination and on this plain there is a kind of bird called francolin but different from the francolin of other countries for their colour is a mixture of black and white and the feet and beak of a million colour the beasts also are peculiar and first i will tell you of their oxen these are very large and all over white as snow the hair is very short and smooth which is owing to the heat of the country the horns are short and thick not sharp in the point and between the shoulders they have a round hump some two palms high there are no handsomer creatures in the world and when they have to be loaded they kneel like the camel once the load is adjusted they rise their load is a heavy one for they are very strong animals then there are sheep here as big as asses and their tails are so large and fat that one tail shall weigh some thirty pounds they are fine fat beasts and afford capital mutton in this place there are a number of villages and towns which have lofty walls of mud made as a defence against the banditti who are very numerous and are called carayonas this name is given them because they are the sons of indian mothers by tartar fathers and you must know that when these carayonas wish to make a plundering incursion they have certain devilish enchantments whereby they do bring darkness over the face of day insomuch that you can scarcely discern your comrade riding beside you and this darkness they will cause to extend over a space of seven days journey they know the country thoroughly and ride abreast keeping near one another sometimes to the number of ten thousand at others more or fewer in this way they extend across the whole plain that they are going to harry and catch every living thing that is found outside of the towns and villages man woman or beast nothing can escape them the old men whom they take in this way they butcher the young men and the women they sell for slaves in other countries thus the whole land is ruined and has become well nigh a desert the king of these scoundrels is called nogodar this nogodar has gone to the court of chagatai who was own brother to the great khan with some ten thousand horsemen of his and abode with him for chagatai was his uncle and whilst there this nogodar 
devised a most audacious enterprise and i will tell you what it was he left his uncle who was then in greater armenia and fled with a great body of horsemen cruel unscrupulous fellows first through badashan and then through another province called pashidir and then through another called ariora keshemur there he lost a great number of his people and of his horses for the roads were very narrow and perilous and when he had conquered all those provinces he entered india at the extremity of a province called dalivar he established himself in that city and government which he took from the king of the country asadin soldan by name a man of great power and wealth and there abideth nogodar with his army afraid of nobody and waging war with all the tartars in his neighborhood now that i have told you of those scoundrels and their history i must add the fact that messer marco himself was all but caught by their bands in such a darkness as that i have told you of but as it pleased god he got off and threw himself into a village that was hard by called conal salmi howbeit he lost his whole company except seven persons who escaped along with him the rest were caught and some of them sold some put to death end of section twenty two